MSW Media. Thanks to Aura Frames for supporting the Daily Beans. Aura Frames makes digital picture frames designed to easily fill your home with photos of family and friends, shared instantly from an app. To get up to $30 off Aura Frames best-selling frames, go to AuraFrames.com slash Daily Beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. Today, a jury finds the Trump Organization and the Trump Payroll Organization guilty on all 17 counts of fraud. A Florida appeals court orders Michael Flynn to testify to the Fulton County Grand Jury. The January 6th committee says it will make criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. Stephen Miller is spotted heading into the federal grand jury for the second time in a week. The special counsel subpoenas election officials from Arizona, Michigan and Wisconsin. And the Oklahoma assistant district attorney has been arrested for possessing child pornography. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. I'm interested to see what kind of news drops tomorrow. Uh, This week is probably going to be pretty busy and we'll be here to cover it. You ain't just whistling Dixie. The news just keeps coming today, Dana. (laughs) I mean, some good stuff, some fucked up stuff as usual, but some good stuff. Some justice is being served. I know people are like, how come he didn't get indicted yet for it? Mm-hmm. Well, I know we have the answers to that, or at least speculation, and I know that you've got beans maybe as to why or what will come next. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the polls just closed in Georgia as we record this, and um, Warnock has a comfortable lead. A lot of it is early voting and mail-in ballots that are being counted and tabulated right now. But something I did notice is that in the counties that are coming in, Warnock is doing better than and Walker is doing worse than they were at this point in the November election. So I don't know if it's apples to apples uh, or not, but it seems like by a couple of points that Warnock is outperforming how he did in the general election in November. So we'll see how that turns out. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. We're going to watch, I'm going to watch the returns all night, as I'm sure you are too. And we have a lot of other cause to celebrate justice today. First of all, 305 charges have been filed against the Colorado Springs Club Q shooter. And we're going to cover that more in depth tomorrow as we speak to Pulse nightclub shooting survivor Brandon Wolf. Danny's just an incredible advocate and activist. I talked to him today. We're going to play that interview tomorrow. He's truly an incredible person. Also, multiple subpoenas have been issued by the special counsel Jack Smith. And as I said, Stephen Miller was seen at the grand jury today for the second time in a week. We'll be covering both of those things, me and Andy McCabe, on the new podcast this Sunday about the special counsel. But there's a lot more news from today. So, Dana, let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. Uh, can I? Can somebody queue up Party in the USA as I read this, <laughs> I read this news story? Let's go, Miley. Let's go. <laughs> I got to do the licky face. Donald Trump's family real estate business was convicted. On Tuesday of tax fraud and other financial crimes, a remarkable rebuke of the former president's company, what prosecutors described as its culture of fraud and deception. The conviction on checks notes, all 17 counts, Dana, after more than a day, just a day of jury deliberations in the state Supreme Court in Manhattan resulted from a long running scheme in which the Trump organization doled off-the-books luxury perks to some of the executives, like a Mercedes-Benz, apartments, private school tuition. We've talked about this so, you know, so much. 
Now, the Manhattan DA's office, which led the case against the two Trump organization entities, had previously extracted a guilty plea from the architect of the scheme, Weiselberg, but gave him a sweetheart deal, which I still haven't really figured out. He's the company's longtime CFO, one of the former president's most loyal lieutenants. This dude was born to go to jail for, for Donald. He testified as the star witness for the prosecution, but never implicated Trump himself. The company's conviction, coupled with the prosecution's explosive claim at trial that Trump was explicitly sanctioning tax fraud, could now reverberate through the 2024 presidential race, along with 76 other things (laughs) that have gone wrong for Trump (laughs) in the past three weeks, providing early fodder for opponents and their attack ads. It also may lay the groundwork for the DA's office to intensify its broader criminal investigation into Trump's business practices. And this is the criminal part, right? New York Attorney General Tish James is doing the civil part. This is the criminal part. We know that they recently started looking back into the hush money paid to Stormy Daniels. And uh, we know recently they also brought in an outside person from the Department of Justice to, to lead the investigation into the Trump organization, which DA Alvin Bragg confirmed on Ari Melber just like 20 minutes ago. The former president has blamed it all on a politically motivated witch hunt. But while his attacks on prosecutors might appeal to his most loyal voters, lenders and the broader business world might now shun his company. You think it's time? You think so? In a statement after the verdict, the company took aim at Weisselberg, noting he testified under oath that he betrayed the trust that the company had placed in him. Okay. Quote, the notion that a company could be held responsible for an employee's action to benefit themselves on their own personal tax return is simply preposterous, the company said in a statement. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. Yes, 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 sure. Alan Futterfoss, that's one of the company's lawyers, said the Trump organization would appeal the verdict. That's that's his right, and it is what was going to happen anyway, so don't let that take away your feelings of happiness. But it's important to note, Dana, the IRS is certainly watching this. They were named a million times in this, you know in these indictments. And we'll see if they do anything under the tax commissioner, whose name is Reddig. And also, he's a Trump appointee that makes a lot of money off of Trump properties. I don't know, but we'll see. All right. And a Florida appeals court did not grant disgraced Lieutenant General Michael Flynn a delay preventing him from testifying before the Fulton County Special Grand Jury investigating efforts by the former guy and his allies to overturn the 2020 election. Now, Flynn, who served as the national security advisor in Trump's administration, he asked for the delay as his appeal of the lower court rulings ordering him to testify in Atlanta is considered. The decision was issued by Florida's District Court of Appeal. That's their second district. Now, Flynn is scheduled to testify in Atlanta Thursday, but it's unclear if his appearance will be rescheduled. Attorneys for Flynn and a spokesperson for the Fulton County District Attorney, while the office overseeing that grand jury's activities, They both declined to comment, so no one's really sure what the fuck's going on at the moment. In court documents, the Fulton County District Attorney, Fonnie Willis, badass, alleged that Flynn possesses, quote, unique knowledge concerning communications between himself and other known and unknown individuals involved in the multi-state coordinated effort to influence the results of the 2020 election in Georgia and elsewhere, end quote. Allegations against Flynn include that he met with Donald, Attorney Sidney Powell, and other associated with Trump campaign at the White House. And they met to discuss invoking martial law, which was crazy pants. They also talked about seizing voting machines and appointing Powell a special counsel to investigate the 2020 election. Yeah. Flynn, who is a Florida resident, he is not the only out-of-state witness fighting to avoid the grand jury. We talked about this before. Local judges must sign off on orders for them to be enforceable against non-Georgia residents. 
Well, the South Carolina Supreme Court ruled last week that Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff, he's got to testify. Lindsey Graham testified before the grand jury late November, and former U.S. House Speaker Newt Gingrich is in the midst of his appeal in Virginia. Mm, she turned me into a newt. Newt Gingrich. I got better. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol will issue criminal referrals to the Justice Department based on its investigation. That's according to the panel's chairman, Benny Thompson, who spoke to the press on Tuesday, but he made no decision on who it will recommend charging or what offenses will be charged. Representative Benny Thompson, of course, of Mississippi, who's the chairman of the committee, told reporters on Capitol Hill that the panel had agreed to take that step and would meet later Tuesday to discuss the specifics. But within moments, he and his staff rushed to clarify his statement, reflecting a debate that is still underway within the panel about how far to go in formally accusing the former president and some of his top allies of crimes. Quote, what we've decided is that we will probably make referrals, <laughs> Mr. Thompson told reporters <laughs> a short time later. Thompson, who is known for giving big picture guidance about the investigation, but being at times less involved in the granular details, then suggested that the decision was no longer in question. Quote, there's a general agreement. We'll do some referrals, but we've got to get there. We're not there yet. His comments come before the committee had taken any formal action on the issue, likely reflecting the kind of informal consensus among members of the committee that has typically driven their major decisions. Now, among the potential charges they have considered recommending are, guess what, conspiracy to defraud the United States, 18 U.S. Code 371, and 18 U.S. Code 1512 C2, obstructing an official proceeding. Been talking about those two crimes for a long time. A criminal referral would carry no legal weight, obviously, but it would be a symbolic act by the panel to put forth an official finding that it believes a crime or crimes were committed, even though Congress has no power to charge or prosecute crimes. Even so, several people familiar with the committee's work said Thompson's comments were premature. Quote, we will make an announcement when we have an announcement, Ms. Lofgren told reporters. I guess not realizing that Benny Thompson had made an announcement. <laughs> Oops. uh, Oopsie. In a statement released after Thompson's initial remarks, a spokesman for the committee said, quote, the committee has determined that referrals to outside entities should be considered as a final part of its work. The committee will make decisions about specifics in the days ahead. A.G., thank you. And this next story is going to include a content warning of sexual abuse of minors. So please, as you're listening, know that this is coming in this story right now. I think we should have a new segment called, Wow, You're a Piece of Shit. Because this yeah. is where this article would fall under. A 53-year-old ex-prosecutor in Oklahoma, well, he's facing multiple felonies after authorities say they found more than 150 videos and images depicting the sexual abuse of children in his possession. Former Payne County Assistant District Attorney Kevin Etherington was taken into custody last week and charged with one count of aggravated possession of child pornography and one count of violating the Oklahoma Computer Crimes Act. And that's from authorities. According to a press release from the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, the National Center for the Missing and Exploited Children, which is the NCMEC, on September 1st, 2022, they forwarded 14 separate tips to the agency's ICAC, which is their Internet Crimes Against Children Unit, all of which pertain to one single suspect. Investigators looking to the matter soon identified Etherington, as the possible suspect. At the time agents opened the investigation into Etherington, he was still serving as the first assistant district attorney for Payne County. He was still in his job. 
Agents with the OSBI ICAC unit on November 28th, they obtained and executed a search warrant on Etherington's home in Stillwater. He was taken into custody and transported to the Payne County Jail based on the results of that search. And that, again, is from authorities. Well, a sworn affidavit of the probable cause obtained by Oklahoma City NBC affiliate KFOR-TV, investigators recovered, quote, at least 153 videos, screenshots, and photos of prepubescent girls being sexually abused and exploited from an account alleged to belong to Etherington. Now, the account's IP address and the email address were both directly connected to him, and that is from the OSBI again. A report from Nondoc showed that prior to being hired by the Payne County DA's office, Etherington was an assistant district attorney in Oklahoma County. He was reportedly terminated in 2013 after it was revealed that he was married to a co-worker in the office while simultaneously having an affair with another co-worker in the office. He's just a piece of shit. What a peach. Yeah. Um, I hope he... I, I, what I don't understand is 153 videos. Why one count? Uh, my assumption is that, and, and I don't know, is that all they need is one count to charge him with. It could hold the same penalty under law in Oklahoma as 153 counts. I don't know. I'll have this, to look it up. We'll yeah. have to look it up and find out. But I think, yeah, maybe you get one count and then when you're sentenced, they take into like there's aggravating factors of how many things you had in your possession or right, something. Absolutely. I, I don't know. I'll have to look at their sentencing guidelines and, and what the law says. But I ugh, and this is just a little point. A lot of the work I do, you know, that I work for a lot of LGBTQ organizations. And I also do a lot of work for an organization called the Child Rescue Coalition. Mm-hmm. And AG, that's an organization that actually catches child predators on the dark web. I've been working with them for several years. They've had thousands of arrests, has saved thousands of children. And one of the things that I've learned through this is that 85% of the time, there are children in the home that they actually raid. And they're being held there or they're being abused there. This is a horrific crime. And usually it's not just trading and it's not just distributing. So that's something that's really important. So if you have an opportunity to support these organizations that are trying to catch these sons of bitches, I hope that you will. The Child Rescue Coalition is one of them. So thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for the work that you're doing there. Absolutely. To get these guys off the street. That's and 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 to be in an assistant district attorney position, it's just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. To to be in charge of protecting children while doing this. Yeah. Unconscionable. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. We're going to need some good news after that. So if you have any good news, send it into us at dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. We'll be right back with it. Stay with us. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I have the solution to all your holiday shopping problems. You can find your solution at Aura Frames. Aura Frames makes digital picture frames designed to easily and instantly fill your home with beautiful high definition photos of family and friends and places you visited. Simply connect your Aura Frame to your Wi-Fi. Use the free Aura app to add unlimited pics and videos from anywhere in the world. And you can invite family and friends on the app so they can do it too. Uh, And then you can have them comment or like or heart or even send new photos to the frame. If you need an easy idea to spread a little more joy this holiday season, you can get Aura frames for everyone. Preload them with your favorite photos and even personalize a video message, which can be fun. No need to wrap it because every box comes ready to gift. Uh, I'm getting one for everyone in my family so we can all share our pictures and memories together and uh, photobomb people. It's so much fun, and it's been named the best digital picture frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and more. 
And Aura Frame is the perfect way to keep all your faces in one beautiful place. Aura also has auto dimming to adjust for brightness in the room and to turn off at night to save energy. Uh, plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you can try out any frame risk-free. So save on the perfect gift and get up to $30 off all Aura's best-selling frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash DailyBeans. These frames have been selling out every December, so get yours now before they're all gone. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com slash DailyBeans. Terms and conditions apply. And there is nothing better than getting a good night's sleep during the holiday season. And the way that I get mine is on my Helix mattress. I've had it for a couple of years now. I went online to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans and uh, I took their two-minute online sleep quiz and I was matched to the perfect mattress for me. Everyone's unique. Everyone sleeps differently. Helix knows that. So they have a lineup of 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models and a mattress for big and tall sleepers. They even have a mattress just for kids. So that's why that online sleep quiz is so important, right? You get to put in your sleep preferences and your feel preferences and voila, you have the mattress that's perfect for you. I was matched with a Helix Midnight because I like a medium firm bed and I'm a side sleeper. Helix mattresses are made in the USA and they come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on which model you get. And you get to try it out for 100 sleeps with no risk in your home. And if you don't love it, they'll come pick it up for you. No charge, give you a full refund. It's just no risk and it's awesome. I love my Helix Sleep Mattress, and you will too. And right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news, everyone? Then good news, everyone. <laughs> Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, holiday photos, pet photos, pets in costumes, babies, babies in costumes, babies, 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 <laughs> send them in to us. Uh, you want to play What the Mutt, where we try to guess what breeds are in your rescue pup or give a shout out to somebody you love for the holiday. Uh, or what else? We play Find the Cat. Uh, tell me how dumb you think Louis Gomert is. I mean, whatever you want to do, a small business you support in your area you want to give a shout out to, go to dailybeanspod.com, click on contact. First up from Gerald, pronouns he and him. I love the name Gerald, by the way. I want to write about someone who's been awesome. Get it? Cute. Later this month, my wife Gretel, Gretel and Gerald, great names. My wife Gretel and I will have our 20th wedding anniversary. For 20 years, she has been my heart and my soul. Through the lean times and the laughs, through the loss of faith and the finding of reason, Uh, Through job loss and the finding of careers, through the hospital stays and the road trips, she's been my favorite person. Her love is like a treasured novel that brings comfort and deeper insight with every reading. I want to tell her that I love her and I'm looking forward to the next 20 and beyond. Gretel, you are the love of my life. Oh, my goodness. I love love. I love displays of love. Happy anniversary. All right, this is from Valerie, pronouns she and her. Hi, ladies. Dropping a quick note regarding yesterday's good news blurb about mile-highing yourself, as Dana said. (laughs) What I want to add is that, as I recall from the episode, AG was in Denver, the mile-high city, when she recorded that. So even if you weren't airborne during the recording, you still would have mile-high clubbed yourself. (laughs) Also, I got in touch last December to suggest my favorite holiday office party tradition, and I'm flagging it again, so hopefully it'll be a service to others. We would draw coworkers' names from a hat and set up spending limits, ours was $20, and then be tasked with finding gifts for our colleagues as though we were buying them for as a young person. 
We'd wrap them and do a gift exchange at our party and then donate them to the charity or Toys for Tots or whatever. It's still a great idea. And hopefully someone decides to do this for their own holiday party this year. Thanks for all you do and congrats on the new podcast. All the best to you both. Valerie, pet tax, one of my two house panthers, Pablo, being beautifully annoyed. Oh, <laughs> look at the tail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a blur. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for Pablo. Yeah. And I love that idea. You, you buy the gift for them as if they were a kid and then you donate them all to children in need. That's so cool. Next up from Anonymous, pronouns she and her. This is my adorable granddaughter, India Rose, and my pony puppy, pony slash puppy, Jones. Jones is a Gordon Setter doodle. Indy and Jones both recently turned one. I love your show and listen to it every morning with my coffee. Thanks for all the amazing work you both do. Look. Look at the sweet boy. Look. And look, I love doodles. India Rose is beautiful. So, 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 so cute. Baby pictures. boy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you for that. The boy is so adorable. This, he really this is. Dogo. Oh, so I cute. know. Okay. This is from Susan. Pronounce she and her. Dearest AG and DG. Oh my God. I love the new podcast. You don't know Jack. Thank you. Thank you for something wonderful to listen to on Sundays. I've been listening to The Daily Bean since October of 2021. And you've been my oxygen, especially after what happened at the Capitol and the national PTSD that resulted. I needed some kind of bomb for my one six rendered soul, and I wasn't really getting it anywhere else until I found you. I needed to know that justice was being carried out with all the hooliganism, both at the Capitol that day and in the legislature itself. You've provided me with that and more, and I'm so grateful. Every day you provide a little more comfort and healing to a country shriven. I love that. Shriven by multi-year ongoing attack on our democracy. and. You think it's Shriven? No, I think it's Shriven. All right. I just want to talk about this within the story. Shriven, Shriven. Someone will tell me. And you both do it with humor, compassion, and choice vocabulary. (laughs) Some that I don't know what they mean. Thank you. My good news is that after working as a field organizer, can I get an edit? (laughs) No. Okay. We're going to keep it moving. All right. My good news is that after working as a field organizer for the... (laughs) No, you cannot. For the Democrats in Florida... God has helped us all down there. I've joined my local DEC, which is the County Democratic Organization, as a precinct captain. Nice. Nice. I want to connect with all the Democrats in my precinct to initiate and foster relationship with each other and work with them on ways to improve our local democracy while joining the efforts to bring Hillsborough County back to blue. I will get sworn in tonight, and then it's off to save democracy in Florida. Wish us all luck. And I love that this is happening. Florida Democrats dropped the ground game there. So this is wonderful. For my pet tax and what the mutt, I include a photo of our two babies. Betsy, named by my son, pronounced Betsy. I'm glad that I got that right. On the left and Teddy on the right. Betsy is the product of my neighbor's dog and stray. (laughs) And a stray. And Teddy is a rescue from the local pound. The people at the pound said Teddy had exhibited signs of aggression and didn't recommend him as a good choice for us. But my son had his heart set on Teddy ever since he saw his photo on the Pound's website. So we gave it a go, and he's just been the most loving and loyal baby. We don't know the actual breed mix of either, but our guesses are pretty accurate usually, so I'm hoping for some direction. So are ours, dear. So are ours. Just kidding. Uh, We do know that Betsy's mom is pure shih tzu and was white and fluffy, and that Teddy apparently has Cairns Terrier in him. 
And the, the closest approximate we've come until we can actually get DNA tests for them is that Betsy's dad was either a rat terrier mix or a Jack Russell mix. So rat shits or Jack shits, LOL. <laughs> but we don't know Jack, smiley face. No clues whatsoever on Teddy other than the Karen's terrier thing, as he was literally found on the streets wandering a busy intersection. I've recommended your podcast to everyone who will listen to me, and at least five of my friends are now regular listeners. Hopefully, like me, all patrons. Thank you again for the wonderful thing you provide us all. And these, oh, that's it as good as it gets, baby, mixed with something right there. And that's a little, that looks like a little Brussels Griffon, doesn't it? From as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I was like, are we connecting right now? Because you just said exactly what I did into the mic. And I was like, maybe she didn't hear me. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's got to be. I'm totally with you on that. So cute. So, so cute. Yeah, I think what happened is I heard you say as good as it gets. And I thought you just meant these photos are as good as it gets. (laughs) And so I went, that looks like the dog from as good as it gets. And then I'm like, oh, she just said that. Oh my God. Could you imagine? This is why even if AG did have an affinity for women, we would kill each other. Because I'd be like, you don't listen to me. Well, I, I heard it, but I thought you meant these photos are as good as it gets. Oh my God. I didn't realize. They are also as, as good as it gets. I was just so overcome with the film and the dog that I, <laughs> these adorable babies. Thank you for sending those in. Next up from Carrie, pronouns she and her. Good morning, ladies of the beans. I know Dana loves baby pics, so here's my submission. Yay. This is my son-in-law with their new baby. My husband's cousin gives everyone a nickname, some not so politically correct. This year, it was the baby's turn to get one. It's copy and paste because he looks exactly like his dad. Oh my God, that's great. Now this kid has to grow up being called copy and paste. By the way, if you like to check out new music, my son-in-law has a fairly well-known band in the reggae rock genre called Sun Dried Vibes. Check them out. Love what you do. Looking forward to You Don't Know Jack. You can always call him Cap. Oh my gosh, yeah, look. You'd be like, that's our little Cap. He's a copy and paste. <laughs> they do oh look my the God, same. the little grins. <laughs> and the that's eyes, my baby. goodness. Oh my goodness. Thank you for that. All right, this is from Brooke, pronouns she and her. Hey there, AG and DG. My good news comes to you from a ruby red West Virginia. This week, my kids' school district started running electric buses. Amazingly, electric cars are not uncommon here. I see them on the regs. But now publicly funded schools going electric? Now we can't hear and smell the buses from a mile away. My kids' bus? It's electric. (laughs) Boogie, woogie, woogie. (laughs) That was cute. I have attached a pic of the electric bus. In addition, the first pet tax, Inky-Doo, having a Peloton plank party. Okay. Yeah. Inky-Doo having a Peloton plank party with my BFF daughter and me, and then my husband and kids with Inky-Doo for Halloween. The boy is steampunk. The girl is Leia with messy buns and, and well, you'll see what Inky is. You're all doing a fucking amazing job, my fellow Gen X queens. Okay. <laughs> Look at Inky do his Yoda. Oh my God. So cute. Oh, that's and baby great. Yoda. This is a fantastic photo. All of these. And we're doing yoga. Beautiful family. Oh, exercises. Yep. There's the plank. Side plank with the dog. Oh, very good plank. Look at that electric bus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
I would be stoked to ride the electric. I hated taking the bus to school. Oh, yeah, I know. I like begged my mom for a 10 speed and then begged her to allow me to ride three miles across two main roads to get to school <laughs> because I didn't want to take the bus. <laughs> and she let me. It's cool. Of I mean, course she did. You know, 70s kids, we didn't have helmets and knee pads. We rode in the way back of the station wagon. We didn't have car seats. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> what happened totally. We played on those metal death spiral merry-go-rounds <laughs> it was all on a concrete blacktop we didn't have that nice squishy thing to fall on no oh my goodness how we made it i'll never know but uh thank you for these submissions everyone this is uh really awesome uh we're gonna we're gonna cut out go watch these georgia election results go warnock i think he'll win by a point at least i i mean a blowout would be great oh yeah but, you know, you never know how many Republicans are going to turn out and show up on the same day to yeah. vote. And you don't know how many of those Kemp voters that didn't vote for Walker the first time are going to vote for him this time. And I mean, it's just there's so many unknowns. So um, but I am you know who I'm rooting for. I don't need to tell you. Oh, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts from you, my friend? Um, No, just I, I, I just really hope <laughs> I hope this goes well. <laughs> Have you seen the movie As Good As It Gets? Oh, you know what I was going to say, though, <laughs> A.G., the movie As Good As It Gets. Um, wait, what did you say? So anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. <laughs> I love you, my friend. I love I'm you, so, too. I apologize if it seemed that I did not listen. I listened oh to you Oh, my intently. God. Are you kidding me? I'm totally kidding. I know what it sounds like when a woman's not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, do, I just yell at yeah. dudes. That's all I do. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. Thank you Hello, so much. My old friend. <laughs> I will see you tomorrow. Uh, what is tomorrow? Is tomorrow Wednesday, Thursday for Thurs- the Wednesday, for the Wednesday, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Thursday for those tomorrow. Uh, I'm really excited to have everybody listen to this incredible interview with Brandon Wolf. And then Friday, uh, guess what? I have an interview with, uh, I already talked to him and it's going to come out Friday. December 9th, and his name is Ali Zaid, and he is the uh, White House climate expert and uh, policymaker. Amazing. So we're going to talk about all the really fucking cool things that are coming out of the White House with regard to climate policy and infrastructure My bill and the Inflation Reduction Act, all that stuff. So I look forward to talking to Ali on that. So anyway, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, take care of your mental health. Uh, vote blue over Q. And in 2024, take everyone with you. <laughs> I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the Beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. M-S-W-Media.